Today we have another special edition of the show for you. This is coming up next on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome everyone to episode number 258. It is Wednesday, February the 26th. I am John. And I am joined today by Adam. What's up, everybody? And I'm, I'm wondering, uh, can we find Jason? Did, Jason did show up today. Hey, hey, guys, guys, oh. I'm coming in here. I'm in Batu. Can you hear me? Oh, a, a special signal all the way from the planet of Batu. Yes, we can hear you. Yes, yes. Uh, hi, guys. Hey, so you made the pilgrimage all the way to the planet Batu? That's where you're I joining did. us from? I am wow. joining you live from Bot 2. Hollywood here. Studios? No. What? No, no, no. <laughs> I am at Disneyland Park. Wow. Uh, walking around, just, you know, passing Ronto Roasters, taking a look at things. My very first time at Disneyland. Wow. So, quick question on that. Do you feel like you're at Hollywood Studios walking through Galaxy's Edge? No, I can already tell. I just walked into Galaxy's Edge for the first time. I can tell differences just in the layout. But when you walk in for the where Rise is, it's not nearly as big. It doesn't feel as much like you're in Pandora as you do when you're in Hollywood Studios. Right, right. And the layout's slightly different. Now passing Droid Depot. But yeah, I'm at Disneyland. Sort of spur of the moment here. Yeah. We were talking about this offline yesterday, and so it was literally kind of a last-minute thing, it seems like. Yeah, I was in San Diego for work. Oh, there's Kylo Ren. I better get out of here. Sounds like some stormtroopers. Yeah, stormtroopers and Kylo. I thought I heard a ship landing just a few moments ago. <laughs> yeah. So I was coming to San Diego for work for a conference. Uh, when I was looking at the agenda, I realized the conference on the first day I've been going very late, and so I'm going to go back to my conference tomorrow, but I made the hour and a half pilgrimage up here to do Disneyland. Been here, what, maybe five hours, and I've done a lot. Yeah. And I still have two and a half hours, three and a half hours to go. Wow. They close. So you've been, you've been running at challenge speed, haven't you? Not really. Like, uh, you don't really have to run around here to do challenge speed. <laughs> <laughs> and that park hop Good is uh, not so bad uh, compared to World. Yeah, I'm coming to the Falcon, my first reveal of the Disneyland Falcon. And uh, this part right here looks similar. I can imagine. Very, very bright. We have single rider, current standby wait right now is 40 minutes for Millennium Falcon. 40 minutes. Eh, it's not bad. And what was, what was single? Single rider does not list the time. Okay, it didn't say. So, Jason, let me ask you, what is your first impressions of Disneyland? What do you think? So, number one, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, there, you can tell the history here. You know, I rode the monorail in to sort of get that experience. Monorail's very different. Yeah. Um, rode Space Mountain, rode Big Thunder. I think I like Big Thunder better here. Space is just a different animal. I, I'm, I kind of like both. Both of them are good. Yeah. It, it, it's just because this space has all the sounds and everything. Right. But I was able to walk right on. Like within the first 30 minutes, I had ridden the monorail, Space Mountain Man, Thunder. Right. And uh, then I hopped over to California Adventure, got on Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. My impression of DCA is that that park is 
not coherent at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, it's kind of a regurgitation I, of just stuff that they didn't yes. have anywhere else to put. Right. I think Tower of Terror is better than Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Wow. Uh, did you enjoy Mission Breakout, though? I did. I just, the screens were jarring. I think the Tower of Terror theme is better. I like the story better. I like that the one at Disney World, the, that it's not just you go back and then just go up and down. You like, I like the fact that you go up, and for people who have never ridden it before, they think the very first thing you're going to do is drop, but you don't, and then you go through that room forward. Yeah. It builds the anticipation a little bit more, I think. True. Yeah. To, to give you the stats, I show Single Rider on Millennium Falcon currently at 16. How long? 16. Oh, 16. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm leaving Batu right now. I'm heading back out to Earth because I have <laughs> a return window. I'm probably going to disappear for a few minutes. I need to go ride Indy because that is a Disneyland exclusive that I have to do. Yeah, you have to do that one. Yeah, but yeah, you to, really to, need to work in all the ones that you can't do anywhere else. Right. Yeah, you've done a lot of those I, already. Yeah, I mean, so to finish my recap, after I did Mission Breakout, I went over and did Incredicoaster, and I really liked Incredicoaster. That was awesome. I like Incredicoaster a lot. Yeah. And uh, then I, I got a little bit, I did a mobile order of some ramen. That was okay. I just, you don't, they don't have ramen anywhere at Disney World. I wanted to see what that was like. And then I did Grizzly River Run because I like Kali a lot. Grizzly River Run doesn't seem to get you as wet. I think Kali is better. It has the bigger boats. It's got more. The only thing that, that I would get rid of Kali, out of Kali is the elephant shooters at the end. Yeah. But otherwise, I like it better. That's the worst part. Oh, you're over near Big Thunder. I'm gonna say, I definitely hear the Big Thunder. The Big Thunder is <laughs> going by. The Big hey. Thunder is going by. And then uh, I went over. I got. I pulled a Radiator Springs racer. That was really good. So, yeah. John, I think you're gonna ask me a question about Radiator Springs, right? We, we cut you off pre-show. Yeah, I was. I was actually saying because you know Adam and I did comparisons, similar rides and rides that were in both coasts before. Uh, yeah. Before you joined the the crew. I was going to ask what you prefer between Radiator Springs Racers and Test Track because they are basically the same ride type and there's yeah. some differences. Right. System is the same. Yeah, yeah the so, system is the same. So. Test Track has a special place because it is my son's. But I do think overall Radiator Springs Racers is a better run. The only thing it's yeah. missing is that straightaway 60 mile an hour. But right. Right. otherwise... <laughs> Like the, the the first part of the ride is infinitely better than the first part of Test Track. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll yeah, find out sure. later this see. week if Test Track got any better. But that's you know. a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna we'll say see. that for me, if Test Track was its original, it would kind of be closer for me. But since it's not, Radiator Springs Racers. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I need to I need to get a selfie here and give a shout out to Shane. I'm about to get to the Golden Horseshoe. Say oh. hi to Wally Bogue. There you go. Shane from Archaeology, who loves Wally Bogue. You are, you are standing on hollowed ground right now. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I noticed when I was leaving Disneyland at like 3 o'clock, yeah. they were still running the trolley. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. It's very different, isn't it? Yeah. I'm the only one sitting in front of Golden Horseshoe trying to get a picture. <laughs> But anyways, I was giving my, the rest of my recap because yeah, the rest yeah. of this is going to be a live trip report. I did Radiator Springs Racers. Then I bounced out of BCA. Didn't do anything else because that wasn't my focus. Came back to Disneyland. Did Matterhorn. Still creaking from that. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh that jars you. then went yeah and then wrote uh, a blast from the past my favorite when i was a child mr toad's wild ride yeah, yeah. boy they would never make that ride now <laughs> yes i don't know why not then did pirates of the caribbean which pirates of the caribbean doesn't have fast pass here so this is for you know john's no fast pass way of thinking you know right. the line kept moving but i just didn't get to skip everybody which was sad <laughs> okay <laughs> so uh when you talked about matterhorn I, I know when we were in the little uh chat you said that um Something about thinking about riding it twice, and I made the comment about, did you get a fast pass for a chiropractor? <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that ride was jerky. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty It's pretty rough. It, if you're sitting in one of the back cars, it's worse. Yeah. It really well, I mean, we think of how old it is. It's not going to get a whole lot smoother as it ages. Do I need to go, in, do I need to go into Tarzan's treehouse? Uh, sure, why not? It's different, I guess, so yeah, if you want to. Go up there. Go up there and jump on the bridge. <laughs> Strong wood. Yes. <laughs> um, so, compare Pirates and Disneyland to Disney World. So it's much longer. I, I yeah. think the story's more complete. It doesn't shove Jack Sparrow in your face quite as much at the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know that first whole the first whole longer section has no Jack Sparrow in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's a more complete in the caves and all that. Yeah, and I think it was. Better. It's hard for me to compare right off the bat because you know I only knew Disney World, so you like yeah. the first thing you've seen. But it is better from a more complete attraction. I think the whole beginning part and the way they do the drop is better. At the time that Pirates came out, there was nothing else like Pirates. Yeah. It was the first yeah. of its kind, and it still stands the test of time. It really does. That's hands down better to me than the Disney World version because it's. It's obviously rushed and abbreviated at Walt Disney World because they had to throw it in there. Yeah, due to guest demand, they had to throw it in there as quickly as possible. So, but anyways, to recap so far, I've done I think a lot of the highlights. Now it's more about getting some of the ambiance in. As it gets later, I figured I can probably ride more of the Fantasyland stuff once it clears out a little bit. Yeah. No Haunted Mansion though, which is sad. So of the ones you that they only have in Disneyland. I didn't hear you say Pinocchio, so you still need to do that one, right? Yeah. I haven't done Alice in Wonderland. Yep. I haven't done I haven't done their version of Small World yet. Which by the way I could pull that. I could go pull me a small world right now. I think it's worth doing, but you know, it's not it's not a whole lot different. Their jungle cruise has some differences though. Have you seen the outside of Small World yet or did you go back that Yeah, far? I saw that. Yeah, I mean it's... I saw it coming in on the monorail. And oh then, that's uh... right, yeah of course you had to see that. Way better looking of course. Yeah, oh, the um, outside. What's a, another one that they don't have in Disney World? The Storybook. Yeah. Um, Casey Jr. and Storybook, Storybook Canal Boats. Canal Boats yeah. And I know you came in on the monorail, but you came back after you left DCA through Main Street. What's your thought of Main Street and the castle at Disneyland? How do you feel walking through there? It's a little, it's a little squat. <laughs> yeah, once you're used to Disney World, it's very, it's not yeah. as. Oh, and, it's kind of know. underwhelming. Yeah, it's a little it's underwhelming. underwhelming. But... Yeah, but Main Street is is got more, like, it feels like it's got more shops. You know? yeah. They still have a magic shop. For me, though, even with that castle, like, as soon as I walked through the doors, I felt some similarities, but the first thing that entered my mind is, like, Walt walked in this park. 
Yeah. That's the first thing I thought of. But yeah, yeah, when you when you leave later, you got to give the old tip of the hat to the uh, the lamp in the window of the fire station up there. His apartment. Yeah. It's kind of cool to think of being in the same same grounds that Walt was walking around. So. Alright, let's see what fast pass is available right now. Because I'm open, I haven't gotten into Indy, but I'm I'm able to pull another one. What would what would I use the rest of my fast pass time on? They are done giving out fast pass. passes. Oh yeah, I mean it's fast pass via max pass. Haven't oh, ridden Autopia. Haven't ridden Autopia yet. Does that need to get on there? That's a uh, that would be good to do. I mean, what about Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin? <laughs> oh yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely different. Yeah, well the canoes are closed, or else you could have done the Davy Crockett canoes, or were they even open? Uh, I don't know if they were open today. Uh, let's see. So when you came in on the monorail, what was your first thought when you entered Disneyland Park? What, what did you think of it? Uh, I thought, okay, I see some similarities. Space Mountain building looks familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was just trying to get my bearings, trying to figure out where to go first. Uh, I, w- I had, you know, I as soon as I tapped in at the monorail station, I, being me, got on the app and pulled my first fast pass. And so... <laughs> By the right. time I pulled into the station at Tomorrowland, I had a fast pass for Space Mountain ready to go. Right, uh, you just walked right over to Space Mountain. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, you haven't done uh, Buzz Lightyear here. That's a little bit better because of the the blasters are independent from the ride vehicle. Oh. We could try that one. Maybe I can try that. I could. But it I has could try the bathroom. That would be pretty cool. It has fast pass, doesn't it? You know, I was going to ask you earlier, I know you were kind of running through your ride count, but um, with, with Space Mountain, how do you like the, uh, is, does it actually feel smoother to you? It does feel smoother. It's a different ride, though, because of all the, the way the way it looks, the music and stuff. I mean, I I kind of like the, whenever you get a darker version of Space Mountain back at Disney World. Huh. Yeah. But it was cool. I mean, I was riding side by side, which was different. You yeah, know. that's what I like the best about that one. You know, since you're in Disneyland, I came across this news story that said, this is what's interesting. This is from Disney Parks blog, okay? And it says, celebrate Leap Day with unique experiences at Disneyland Resort. Mm-hmm. But it lists like 20 things that you can do any day. So I'm trying to figure out where the unique experience part is. And I just looked mm. down the list. And I'm like, there's literally nothing here that you can't do any other day. <laughs> I guess we're just saying because you get an extra day this year, like you can actually go to Disneyland one more day than you could the year before. I don't know. It's kind of weird that they would bother saying unique experiences and then they like just list stuff that you can do any day. Hey, I found a restroom. Well, we'll pause for that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So on, on that note, <laughs> any other news? On that note, let's go to some more news stories. <laughs> the big story that is breaking the Disney internet being uh, Chewbacca mode or Chewy mode for our Smuggler's Run I think it was the fresh baked Disney folks out in Disneyland, by the way, who broke this story kind of wide open. They posted a video on YouTube on Saturday night doing the Chewy mode. So for those who don't know, there's a way to, they call it like a hack, but what what would you call it? Like a a mode that you can activate by doing certain things in the ride vehicle before the ride starts? Yeah, they call it a hack because they just kind of discovered it. But I think, like I said, this is one of those things where Disney 
and yeah. people to find it. So they kind of leaked it, and then now it's right. you know, cause it's more fun when people think they figured something out. Yeah, and, and it, it was always there, or yeah. actually, probably not always there. They may have uh, upgraded. Yeah, like the software that it runs on and stuff. Yeah, so, so if you do this, yeah. every position has to be take part and push the wrong buttons before the ride starts. Or if you're a pilot, you just turn your your controls to the one side or the other, or up or down, hold it there until What, what it constitutes starts. the wrong button? Well, from what I, like, if you're the gunner, you're not supposed, when it tells you, before it tells you this is the button you're supposed to push, you push other buttons, is what I've been, that's what they say. So everybody has to do it all the same. But don't hit the button you're supposed to hit. And right. as long you as to, you do that. You have that, to be wrong. Right. You have to be wrong in sync. Yes, and if everybody does it, you'll start to hear Chewbacca like screaming at you over the thing. And then the best part to me is that you don't hear anything but Chewie the whole ride. So Hondo Anaka's voice is kind of annoying to me at, at some point after you hear it so long. Uh, so the Chewie so, mode to me would be a relief. <laughs> so, so Jason, you need to have a challenge and go and find uh, five people, five other people <laughs> that are willing to ride with you and well, attempt to do this. He's already got a lot of people that uh, on the Twitter verse that uh, have agreed to do this together on Saturday. I'm talking about right yeah. now. Oh, right now. I, I mean, I could I could try to do that. Although I am going to pass out to turn indie right now. Yeah. So see, so, you could you could get you a sign, make a sign, and like stand out in front of Millennium Falcon and say that you want to do the Chewy part. <laughs> There's probably somebody already standing there <laughs> with a sign, trying to get a crew together. So, I mean, this is cool, but it's sort of, like, way blown out of, out of proportion for what it actually is, I think. It gives Smuggler's Run a shot in the arm. Yeah, and I think that's why Disney probably put that in there, right? Like you said, they, they leaked they it to get yeah. people interested again in the ride, you know? Yeah, like I said, I think this was something that purposefully leaked, you know? Yeah, more than like likely. information. If it works out, you get Chewie yelling at you the whole time or talking to you the whole time instead of Hondo Anaka, which to me I think is a... <laughs> there's no coaxium either, so you'll pretty much do a terrible job and not get enough, uh, not not a lot of credits for your work probably, but... Like you've heard of WikiLeaks, this is Disney. <laughs> WikiLeaks? WikiLeaks, yeah, that's what you call it. <laughs> not WikiLeaks, this is WikiLeaks. Right. Wow, this, uh, this line is long. <laughs> yes. You're walking all the way to downtown Disney, essentially. <laughs> and you're going to get to walk it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. But it's not a line. It's just like a walking track. Yeah. Everybody's walking. Yeah. You, you get to something that resembles a queue at some point. <laughs> way down. This is, this is more of the experience, I guess. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, just wait until it's over with. You're going right. to have deja vu all over again. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a, the the nearest thing at Disney World you compare it to, I guess, is Soren, maybe? Walking back all the way that's to the... That's the closest thing, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all I can think of is... Especially that exit, exit queue of Soren. <laughs> but that's way shorter than the entrance line, or it seems that way anyway. Yeah, I don't think it's as, as long, but... Yeah, you're probably going to lose me, because I'm about to get on this ride. Yeah. So... You know, talk amongst yourselves, and when I get back, I can give a review of Indy. Yeah, we'll do that. So, but as far as Chewbacca mode, are you excited about trying it? I just, I see failure in my future, where we're going to try it. <laughs> and, and it's, it's not, not going to work. work. Yeah. yeah. Probably. 
So there you have it. I have a a couple of things that uh, have just been released that I want to touch base on regarding Disney Cruise Line. Yeah, tell us. So Disney Cruise Line has just announced ports of call in Greece, Sweden, and Norway for next summer. Mm -hmm. And um, the bookings for the Cruise Line's 2021 open on February the 28th, so two days from the release of this podcast. Itineraries such as the Mediterranean includes Spain, the Greek Isles, and the French Riviera. But that's not all. Uh, From July through September 2021, Cruise Line will also be embarking to magical destinations such as the British Isles, Northern Europe, and as well as the Baltic, Iceland, and Norwegian Fords. So, of course, they have an opportunity to do some IML type stuff stuff over there, right? So, four voyages Mm -hmm. will visit the Greek Isles with cruises ranging from 8 to 11 nights including ports of call such as Catacolin, Catacolin, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, near ancient Olympia, mm. home to the first Olympic Games, and the gorgeous Greek island of Kefalonia, which is a first uh, for the Disney Cruise Line, as far as the call, ports of call go. And the Disney Magic, as well as the Disney Wonder, will be making these tracks. So anyway, those same bookings, as of, let's see, the time this is recording yesterday, the Platinum Club members would have been able to book their cho- uh, choice of itinerary. Also, the if you're a resident of Golden Oak, you're also able to book at the same time that the Platinum Castaway members can. Go figure on that one. Then, of course, um, Gold members would be able to get it as of today's date, which Gold members are uh, people that have completed between five and nine cruises. Platinum members that I just meant completed ten or more. I am still hoping to hear, hopefully soon, about the itineraries of the Wish. Yeah. Soon. Yeah, that's the one, obviously, you want to be on sometime next year. Yeah. The new ship. Check out the new ship. The new, such a pretty boat. <laughs> ship. <laughs> it's a good time for me to get my toes wet for my first sailing. Are you going to try to go on the Wish? I don't know. I'm That's not sure. Uh, you know, I might just start with the simple, you know, three or four night cruise and just take it easy and uh, just start that way. Three nights not bad. I mean, if you're combining, I say three nights good if you're combining uh, land and sea, I guess. Yeah. It's almost, I mean, three nights is almost really not enough to really get the full experience, truthfully. But. Right. Yeah, like I said, just get my toes wet, so to speak. Although I guess you wouldn't necessarily want to get your toes wet on them. Maybe that's not the best analogy, but <laughs> does that mean it the could. ship's flooding? Huh? But, well, there is there is um, uh, pools. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I have this story, but I'm not sure I want to talk about it because it's spoilers of the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway attraction. Should spoilers? we? Spoilers. Should I talk about like? details because cast members are previewing it now and so of course the details have leaked of what the scene, different scenes are i don't know if i want to mention them the all. spoiler want to hear a spoiler i will say spoiler alert if you don't want to hear this skip ahead a few minutes or cover your ears whatever but i think the cool part is you know the pre-show which they released a you know a picture from the the testing of this it looks like the same theater room where you entered, you know, Great Movie Ride. 
and they're showing a Mickey Mouse short. But what it says is it's going to be where Goofy's train crashes into the screen and a hole is, you know, creates a hole in the screen where you kind of, it makes me think it's like the Enchanted Tales with Bell or something where you, the screen opens up and you walk through it. That's what it yeah. says. So the train crashes through the screen. There's a, it creates a hole and the guests literally step into the screen for the loading area, which I think is pretty cool. So that's that's one so, big spoiler. But. So if they're using the screen or the screen area that was showing yeah. the previews, right? That's on they the back wall. Changed, right? Yeah, they must have changed a little bit. Yeah, where, they where you come get on the ride. That's what it sounds like. It does, yeah. Unless you just go through that screen and then take a hard right. I would be interested in seeing what I could uh, remember, or I guess what I can put in place with the old configuration. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seeing what I, how I can see if I can get my bearings as far as the old configuration goes. I'd be right. interested to see how much of that I can actually accomplish. I kind of yeah. do that with um, Frozen. Right. Because yeah. I feel like we get on now for Frozen. It's almost like where you used to would get off. Of Maelstrom. Um, like. Because Maelstrom had a get on and a get off, right? Right. So it had it, it was in two different spots, and I feel like you you get on and off at the same point now. It's, right. Yeah, it was very it was different. Yeah. And that was actually the exit where we're getting on. Yeah, where you're getting on and off now. Yeah, is the exit. Yeah. yeah. So. That's true. So that's why it's interesting because the very first parts you see like where Olaf is and everything is actually in the same is in the area where you would have been kind of the turnaround to go to the original where you get on I guess yeah like that area would be kind of like that yeah because you used to be you just turned a corner and went up the lift hill right so that uh-huh. would have been what it was like yeah you're right yeah now I'm trying to recall back to what I remembered from it writing it yeah. uh, the last time <laughs> I remember yeah. seeing the oil rigs instead of when you're going down the drop. Yeah, there's an oil rig at the drop. That's the big drop, though. Or not the yeah. That's, that's after, you know, like after your boat would have been sticking out the uh Yeah, right, the where outside. you could actually see the boats from outside uh, coming through. Yeah, <laughs> and they closed that in. They cl- covered it. Yeah, and so then you go down there. That's where the oil rig is, is down there. Yeah, the big drop. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What was really cool originally about Maelstrom, though, was that they had a lightning effect in there that actually looked like there was lightning in the room. Yeah. There was something they did. That was the coolest part about the Maelstrom back in the day. But, of course, it didn't always work. So I won't go into the details, details, but it does, which I was thinking this would happen. But at some point during the ride, several points, the train breaks apart and the ride vehicles are trackless and they go their own separate ways. And do things. So it's again similar to what Rise of the Resistance is and the Ratatouille attraction where the ride vehicles sort of do their own thing. So I think it's cool. Maybe the different ride vehicles will have a slightly different experience too. Part, you know, you know something to come back for, I think. But uh, it looks cool. I, I, I'm, I think it's going to be fun. There's different scenes that I've read about that look very uh, interesting. I think <laughs> there's a Wild West scene. There's a scene where they're trying to do the picnic. There's a scene in a looks like a carnival, and then there's one where Daisy has a dance studio or something. It says so. And then there's a tornado, which 
I'm like, is that a callback to a uh, great movie Mickey ride? The tornado thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that Mickey, you remember that Mickey cartoon with that little tornado? Right. Uh, messes up the leaves. I yes, I do remember. So that. apparently, from what I've heard, they do at least at some point in the ride reference a one of the, one of their most popular of the new cartoons involving I think it's Potato Land. Yes, Potato Land. Yeah, that was a yes. good one. When you mentioned the western scene, I was starting to say, does uh, does this involve someone? Uh, John Wayne. Like, oh. Blowing oh. up a bank. Well, it says you enter a wildlife scene with moving, movement seemingly everywhere in the room. Mickey and Minnie's attempt to save us while atop horses, but See, they're swept into a utilized. carnival scene. I wonder if they utilize them. It won't be long know. now before we get to find out. Yeah, just uh, another, what, from this recording, 10 days, but about a week from when this episode is released, so... It'll be interesting. Yeah. Matter of fact, our next episode should be on the day, if we stay on that schedule, should be on the day that it opens. Yeah, there you have it. March 4th, Wednesday. Well, yeah. you know, it'll be like the very first ride will probably be broadcast live on YouTube. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Whoever gets there first, uh, somebody will. Yeah. If not, if shortly else, thereafter, yeah. it will be on there. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I want to say like Adam the Woo usually has his videos up like five hours after he's actually done them or something after he starts. Yeah, because so, he'll leave at like lunchtime cool. and then by the afternoon he'll have that video up usually. Yeah. I almost feel like he edits it while he's doing them. All right, but yeah, I, I, I you know, it's funny. I, I'm one of those type of people that I don't get, feel like I get the ride ruined by seeing it on YouTube. I'm actually look forward to watching the rides on YouTube usually before yeah. I see them. Yeah, to me, it gives you kind of a preview of the ride where you kind of know where to look to see some details or yeah. something you really want to pay attention to. Well, you can kind of figure out where it is. It's just simply not the same. Yeah, it doesn't ruin yeah. anything, in my opinion. It's just not the same. I know there's, there's, a, there's those group of people that don't want to see it until they see it, so, you know, just don't look it up. Don't watch it. Yeah. Resist the temptation. Or, like like I said, uh, spoiler, uh, I will not talk about it anymore. So, if you're skipping around <laughs> this episode, I, I know right. we went on a Maelstrom tangent there for a while. Uh, just a moment. <laughs> so, just... You know, I got to... When yeah. we, speaking of Maelstrom, I got to thinking the other day, I can't think of a single, like, pavilion or attraction at Epcot that I feel like was improved on from its former version. It's like the only park I can say that about. Like mm -hmm. Everything they've changed at Epcot, its predecessor was better. Yeah. Right. Every existing attraction they've changed. Mm. Except for maybe. Well, I guess. It's hard to say. <laughs> you know, I'm not a big fan of that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, I mean, think of it compared to what it was. I That's guess. That's probably kind of hard for you because it's a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. I don't remember much about what it used to be. Because <laughs> we didn't write it until... And they had switched it to Nemo. I mean, and since I was probably a very little kid, we didn't other really than go the back hydrolators, the hydrolators that yeah. illusion, right? Um, other than that, I remember that. Um, I do remember those. That was cool. Wish they would have left that. They could have incorporated. Other than that, I can't think of anything real like super pop because the the rest of the tour almost was like an actual like going to an aquarium. Like at the beginning of it, it was like this is how the oceans were formed, and then. Mm. You got to go to the hydrolators, essentially got to go around the same corner that you go to Sea Base Alpha. And, and when you rode in the in the little vehicles then, it was just like, a, like I said, like a museum. 
I think Jason's back. Looks like an aquarium. Is he back? How was Indy? Hello. You know, we we got the dinosaur and uh, no. <laughs> he found. <laughs> was that our dino? <laughs> no, it was. It was very very good. I'm gonna say, yeah. did you think you weren't gonna make it? I I didn't think we were gonna make it. We got uh, stopped for a minute at the uh, at the uh, boulder scene um, where we just sort of like stopped for a while. I think we were waiting or something. I don't know. I was like, and I was worried I was gonna get. Comes, I start to say, here comes the part where we insert that Adam doesn't like the voice of Indiana Jones. <laughs> Did you yeah. notice it was Harrison Ford? Yeah. No. Anyway. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the voice. Anyways, I'm now doing the long walk back out. Right. So better than dinosaur? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. I like it's better. See, I'm the I'm the guy that likes them both. So. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna diss dinosaur. I'm not gonna diss dinosaur. Dinosaur does have the, have the pro that you know it doesn't have as long of a wait as this one does. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's because a pro. <laughs> and you don't have to walk seven miles to get to it. Uh, yeah. You kind of do, depending on where you are in Animal Kingdom. <laughs> well, in the queue, then. Yeah, the queue is not seven miles long, but to get to it, it is pretty far. <laughs> it's deep in Dino Land. Yeah, that's where you have to dig in Dino Land? Yeah. So did, did I miss anything? What are we chatting about? Well, we chatted about some details of Runaway Railway. I did some spoilers. Then we talked about Maelstrom for a while. And then, I rode I rode Maelstrom. That's cool. cool ride. Yeah, I can't think. How did we get to that? Because we were talking about something in Runaway Railway. And by yeah, I, I rode Maelstrom, about... I mean I rode Frozen. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I was wondering <laughs> where you were going with that. Yeah. No, I was. I was trying to say I rode Maelstrom. It's called Frozen now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So of course John was doing Blast from the Past uh, stuff, talking about. Well. It started. It started because this is probably stuff we're not going to be. Good. It started because of um, Runaway Railway, and I was Oof. anticipating what would I be able to recognize or see from the old approach. Teenagers. What area would I be able to recognize? You like to hear all the background noise of all the people around me? Yeah, that's all we're hearing right now. <laughs> that's because I'm not talking. Like we can hear. It's weird that we can hear. People that aren't talking right into this better than they can you. I mean, I keep walking past people there. I am at a theme park called Disneyland. There are oh, people okay. here. So there, there are there are more people there. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, there are other people here besides me. It sounds like it. So you uh, you're inside of three hours left, I think. Now, right? Uh, yeah, uh, less than three hours. The jet lag is catching up to me. Uh, let's yeah. see here. I've been up since about, I don't know, what time was it here when I got up? About 5.30. Yeah. So I've been up for a while, and I, I landed in San Diego last night at 11.30 at night. So not not a whole lot of sleep, but, you know, it's Disney. We've gone uh, on less. <laughs> yeah. Now, now the thing that, that should we should point out is that Adam and I are going to Disney World this weekend. Yes. <laughs> that has been planned for a while. This is for the moment. I, I think your wife asked, isn't that a lot of Disney for one week? And yes. I said, nope, get over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. 
So I had an update for a story we did, I think it was last week, where we talked about the operating hours for things like uh, Beauty and the Beast sing along, the Canada far and wide, Presses of France, and so on. They've reversed that decision, and they will not be reducing the hours after all for those. So last week we talked about them announcing they were cutting back and reducing the hours, and now, this week, they decided not to, and they're keeping them all closing at 9 p.m., except for, of course, Beauty and the Beast closing at 7 to make way for uh, Impressions of France to start at 7.30. So, like what do you think about that? from Disney listens to us. <laughs> Maybe. That, that's because we complained about it because of... Yeah, uh, where's, my, where's my hashtag Disney influencer tag, okay? <laughs> I know, we need that. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I made that comment about, like, how much could they possibly save by cutting that film an hour? You know? Right. So. so, I'm walking over past Matterhorn now. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to point out, when we were in that big crowd of people where you guys were complaining about all the families, lots of people were looking at me funny because I'm talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Walking through the park. I don't have a phone up to my ear. I have an earpiece in. Right. And, uh, so this looks like you're talking. talking to myself. <laughs> well. Now, if you were walking down Hollywood Boulevard, they would not think a thing about it. You mean the actual Hollywood Boulevard in L.A.? Not, yes, the actual. <laughs> not in LA. Hollywood Studios there. Yeah, Let's it's see Hollywood. how long the wait is for Alice. Well, there's two middle-aged dudes jogging past me. Oh, are they doing the challenge? The challenge. <laughs> uh, one of them has a Disney Parks bag, so if they stop to buy something, they're not doing the challenge. But they are running to appears to be Small World. And they appear to be in their, in their mid-40s. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, see? Say it, Don't feel uh, so bad. <laughs> Let's see here. Alice looks like it's got a pretty long line still. We'll come back to that. So, I did want to ask you, Jason, earlier when you did Mission Breakout, did you get a good look at any of the construction over for Marvel Campus? What did you? What can you tell us about I that? I mean, there's just this giant scrim up. <laughs> Not much. Know, big blue scrim. That's about it. You didn't um, see any Spider-Man animatronic robots flying through the air? No, I did not. I don't know. That that part in the hole, I mean, I didn't spend a lot of time there. It's just disconcerting. Weird yeah. uh, get around. Oh, oh, there's some honor. Oh, yeah, he's honking at you. I can, I can you. tell. <laughs> I was like, at first I was like, there's like a semi-truck in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, the monorail coming around. I swear, it's like we can hear these things better than if we were there. It's yeah. Weird. So speaking yeah, of the monorail, let me ask you that. Compare the monorails. What I mean, what did you think of I the Disney? I see movie? why this one is a ride and the other one is transportation. Yeah. This one is this one is a ride. Tiny, 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 and you go through the park like twisting and turning all around the yeah, area. It's, it's one of those things where. It's you're not. It's not really transporting you all that far, anyways. Yeah. You know. Right. So, but it was very convenient that that's how I entered the park. There was no line to get in the park. I mean, getting to the tap styles seems to be worse here uh, because nobody seems to know how to handle their tickets properly. <laughs> I just don't understand. You know, we have the magic bands in the world. Yeah. And tap and go. And. Tap and go, and then they have the people staged right behind the tap styles. That if 
it doesn't work right away. They just shove the people to that person, the guest experience person, so the people behind them can keep going. When yeah. I was trying to get into DC, I got stuck in a line where they had like six people, a lady in a wheelchair, a stroller. They had to take everybody's pictures because it was their first time. He couldn't keep track of food. He scanned. It took, that's the longest standby wait I've done all day. <laughs> Getting into DCA. Yeah. Well, I was I was going to just mention this to you. According to Tour and Plan suggestion, Alice Alice's wait is going to be the same the rest of the day. So. No. Well, what is the wait? Currently twenty five minutes. Ooh. It's a popular Alice one. worth twenty five. It's uh, it's maybe fun. Maybe do it last. Yeah, I wouldn't do it right now. Do some of the others, but it's fine. Do it last. I am now in line for Small World. You hear me? Oh, oh, you had the fast pass. Yep, there you go. You hear my fast pass go off? Yeah, I heard the sound of the yeah, I heard something. Whatever that is. I, I'm holding Actually, in the fast. My, my next fast pass is for Autopia. I got to get all the Bob Gurr rides in tonight. Yeah. So speaking of Bob Gurr, I did I did show you guys I acquired a signed poster by Bob Gurr. Because um, he occasionally signs posters on and sells them on online. And I just happened to be at the right place at the right time and saw one. So he only charges 30 bucks for a signed poster. And he'll personalize it to you. So that's pretty cool. So anyway, um, not bad at all. 30 bucks. I was like, that's totally worth it. So standing in this line, yeah, it is very different, much better to look at, but they could never do this at Disney World. No. Standing outside and getting rained on all the time. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, the rain and the, the it would look, they'd have mildew all over the, the side and stuff that it's up there. <laughs> they can't do that. Yeah. But I think they could do better than what is currently there. I just. This is still quite a long wait, even with a fast pass for small world. Whatever. Nah, you can say you rode the classic original small world. That's right. So that's it's worth it just to do that. So I saw this story about, and I'm trying to see. It doesn't look like it's official, so it must be a rumor that the Mandalorian is going to be a character meet and greet at Galaxy's Edge coming soon. Is it coming soon? I've heard that they're talking about. It, yeah. They're thinking about it. I don't think this is an official. Yeah, it's a rumor, I guess, or like it's talked about, but not official. So, would that would you go meet the Mandalorian if he uh, was a meet and greet? Oh, of course, of course, I'd go meet the Mandalorian. <laughs> would you be upset if they don't use the voice, the official voice? <laughs> uh, I hear you. That's fine. I, you know what? I think the Kylo Ren voice is probably not Adam Driver, but it's a decent chain. You know, it's close enough. And the Kylo Ren voice isn't exactly, you know, so I think it's fine. I can't, I can't believe I'm hearing this. <laughs> I know. Oh, so one thing I did hear, a news story while I'm in line, I heard on uh, Lynn Tessica on the Disney Dish was talking about this uh, this week, but apparently according to his quote, insider information, the problems with Rise of the Resistance at Hollywood Studios are temporary and are supposed to be fixed soon. And as of our recording, they've had like four, I haven't seen today, because I'm here at Disneyland, but up until today, they've had like four straight days of good operations. So the question is, have they have they fixed whatever was causing the persistent problem, and are we gonna see some better better stuff now? Hopefully. 
I mean, maybe that I'm means at, that soon there will be no more uh, lottery. It would be good. I mean, so imagine. So it's eight thirty at night right now at Disneyland, and Rise is still open here. Okay, they can't run it till eight thirty at Hollywood Studios yet for whatever reason, uh, and they are boarding groups one twenty six to one forty. There's no possible way you could get into a boarding group at Disneyland today, right? Oh no, they they were long gone by the time I got here. Yeah, I was I was gonna say you could sleep in your car tonight and get up and do the opening, which I, I think it opens way too late, but be, get yeah, a boarding group and then drive back to San Diego do and then come back later. <laughs> get a late group on purpose. I'm going to Disney World this week and I'm gonna believe that I'm gonna get to ride it there. Yeah. Well, hopefully, the story you're talking about with what Lynn Tessa was saying, hopefully by the weekend, it will be operating better, and it already is, hopefully. Um, so, maybe we'll, even if we get a late group, we'll we'll get on it, no problem. Yeah, I think they were in the, several days this week, they were in the hundreds by like 2 or 3 o'clock at Hollywood. So. That is good. Yeah, that is very good. Just a second ago when you are talking about The Mandalorian, it made me think of something I haven't watched yet because I was in Memphis for a couple of days. But Clone Wars, the new series, yeah, is out. out. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, so i got to get on that. I haven't watched any of it yet either. I really got to really catch up because I'm way behind. Yeah, at least so. I'm at a point where I can watch the movie. Yes, I'm not even there, so I'm, I'm way behind. But uh, Jason and I watched Aladdin the other night. Um, I got I got to see it the for for the first time. I lo- I loved the uh, I thought it was really good. Yeah, um, I was like I couldn't I couldn't believe one of the criticisms that I had heard prior to it though was that it was the same, and I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff different in there. Yeah, it was a lot of good changes, I thought, and I, I enjoyed Will Smith quite a bit as the genie. Even the singing, it didn't bother me. I thought it was great, so I just yeah, thought he I, did a good job with it, made it different character, so. Yeah. I love his performance overall. I still think this <laughs> I thought it was good. And now, I don't know. I've heard them now talk about potentially making a sequel to this. I am not on board with that idea. I really hope that does not happen. Mm. You mean like a return of Jafar? <laughs> I, the thing is, I heard it was going to be its own like sequel to the live action. I'm like, why? Right, because why the way they the way they changed the story, I don't believe they can do return of Jafar. No, like so. it's not possible to do the same return of Jafar story. Yeah, right. Right, but there but there is talk about a sequel to it, and I'm like. Why? Why do you always yeah. have to run everything into the ground? They might as well do a sequel to Beauty and the Beast, too, right? No. Don't even, don't even give them that idea. <laughs> Can you hear the, anyway. the singing yet? I hear lots I of background noise. So, do you, hear, do you hear the Small World song yet? A little bit, yes, I do hear it. Uh, so I will say apologies to anyone listening to this if you can't hear anything but background noise. Um, do we hear? It's a tiny, tiny world. We've had to change our recording method for this episode because of the way that we're 
phoning Jason in from Disneyland. Uh, so the quality is going to be very different uh, this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry about that. Just one. Thank you. Just one. You're about to board. Yeah. So, so uh, I would you would you like uh, the music in the background, and you like me to, would you, or do you like me to uh, to go on mute for for this ride? Uh, you might want to mute part of it, but maybe the ride itself won't be so bad, actually. Because right now I'm just hearing a lot of people talking. You should have told well, them that you had three. Yeah, exactly. You're a party oh, of three. You're on, the, you're, you're on the phone with me? Yeah, people wouldn't think you're crazy then. People will think you you found Blackbeard's ghost. And you're, uh, you're on with Blackbeard. Anyway. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. I was standing on the wrong number. Oops. Pay attention. I'm sorry, did we distract you? Maybe. I do want to ask, Jason, are you going to buy a Disneyland annual pass now? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, considering I come to I come to this conference once a year. Uh-huh. Well, this might change your mind because tickets went on sale recently for the Disneyland After Dark Star Wars Night. It's coming up in August and it will be exclusive to Disneyland annual pass holders. So August 27th, Star Wars Night is a special ticketed event. So you're going to get special food, entertainment, one-of-a-kind photo opportunities, collectible merchandise and more so you can get into the park at 6 p.m but it's from 9 p.m to 1 a.m so there you have it do you want to do you, does that change your mind it does not oh okay <laughs> all right what is what is it called the is it called the platinum pass what's it called premiere the premiere pass that's what it's called. premiere passport i believe is what it's called where you get disneyland and disney world I'm trying to think. I think you could upgrade your Disney World annual pass to that one. You would only pay the difference. So it's really not too bad. Any like twenty one hundred dollars or something like that. I think it's gone up. Well, I mean, if you have the ability to go from coast to coast, it's actually not a bad deal. Yeah. Do you think I could get my credit for my uh, current day ticket for that? (laughs) I'm probably. I don't know. They probably would. If I lived in maybe like the Midwest and I was equal distance huh. to, so so you're right, John. It's twenty ninety nine, so twenty one hundred bucks with tax and all is probably like twenty one or twenty two, whatever it is. Just say those words one more time. You're right, John. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. It happens every now and then. You are correct, sir. <laughs> hey, sometimes I make predictions several years in advance. That's all. Right. Yes. Would you like to listen to Small World before you go? Oh, I hear it, yes. There we go. As long as we don't get a copyright. What a way to go out. As long as we don't get copyrighted. You know, I'm sure Disney listens closely to our podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's such a great quality rendition. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you think of the being in a trough instead of the whole room being flooded, I guess. I don't know how to compare the two. He's like, I don't know. I mean, you're basically in a trough at Disneyland. Yeah, it's boring. 
the boat moving faster. Are there horses drinking out of your boat? <laughs> All right. Why is that enough? Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, I'll go move. All right. Well, maybe we'll let him get off the ride and wrap up his thoughts on uh, his day so far. And I'm sure we'll recap later on. But I will say we have some Patreon-exclusive stuff that we recorded before this episode that we will probably put up on uh, Patreon. We'll have to see if it's (laughs) Patreon-worthy. Yeah, we'll have to see if it's uh, worthy for anything. (laughs) But we recorded quite a bit beforehand. I was actually going to say, maybe we could put in here what you, the listening audience, would like us to discuss uh, in the future. Like, you know, maybe we'll even put a poll out there. Yeah, we what can is, put a poll on it? on yeah. Twitter or whatever. Because one, one of the future topics that I was thinking, you know, we haven't done resort-related stuff in a little while, and we've all, between the three of us, we've done all the moderates. I was thinking maybe we could do something on the moderates. Kind of just saying, well, what our thoughts are on it. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah, that's one thought, so, yeah. We'll probably do that at some point anyway, but we'll come up with a couple of different options, then run a poll and see what the poll says as far as that goes. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, you gave us a few options uh, recently. Well, I think yeah, cruise line, cruise resorts, line, and uh, restaurants, I think, or something dining related. Excellent. Yeah, something dining related, because we haven't done food in a while either. Yeah. Well, speaking of food, Jason and I are going to make it a point to go visit Regal Eagle this weekend and uh, uh, yes. check it out. Yeah, I was I was watching the Diz's review on that, and it was really fun watching uh, how they laid that out. Yeah. I'm pretty convinced that it's going to be a really good place. It's one that I would definitely want to try. Yeah, it looks um, really good. Speaking of which, you know, I just came from the land of barbecue. Uh, right, say, Memphis. Yeah, do you have... Yeah, do you have some good ribs and stuff? Or what What would you get to try? Well, yeah, we didn't really get to go to too many places. We stayed at the guest house, which is at Graceland, right? So it's on Elvis Presley Boulevard. Yeah. Okay. So there was a place on Elvis Presley Boulevard that actually got really good ratings on TripAdvisor called the Rock and Roll Cafe, and they did have barbecue. So I just decided to try like a barbecue sandwich there. And it was actually quite good, so that was my taste of barbecue there at the moment I'm yeah. sure there's plenty other places that i probably could have gone and i just you know didn't know about or had the time because it was kind of a short trip it was just over the weekend but that one was close by yeah so we tried it out and i thought it was pretty good if it's good without yeah. the sauce then it's good barbecue right <laughs> that's basically the, the rule of thumb exactly yeah if you would which i'm a sauce person but yeah if i would prefer barbecue to try it without sauce and see how good it is without it because sometimes right. you know sauces aren't aren't that great uh and sometimes sometimes barbecue there are you know there's times when the barbecue is the sauce is what it's about so there is those types of barbecue you know what i mean so yeah right it depends on the general, style it sh- yeah but in general it should be good without it I had, I had to come back real quick. Yeah. Uh, the three caballeros. Oh, the small world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you seen, like, Woody and... There's a lot of characters. Oh. Well, also, the hippo doesn't mean to blink here. But, anyway. <laughs> just wanted to say, I love the three caballeros. Sure it's not just broken? Nice. 
I know Woody's on that one. Um, yeah, they do Disney characters in that. Riding a rocking horse and stuff. Yeah, there's different. There's several of them. Yeah, which again, that that made it was an uproar at at one point. The the Disney folks, you're changing my world. Don't change that. Yeah. IP IP IP. Well, you know, you got to be really careful when you touch Disneyland. Yeah. You got to really be careful when you touch Disneyland. Right. Just because of what it is, what it represents. Right. It needs to stay close yeah. to its original, but not exactly. No, stay close. This is an interesting thought. I'm trying to recall. Is Small World the last ride that Walt Disney himself opened? Did the grand opening for? I don't know. It's very close if it isn't the last one because it was summer of 66 when he, he opened it. Pirates, did he? No, he didn't make it to Pirates. That was 67. So I think it might have been Small World. Might have been. Hmm. I'll have to confirm that. But I that may have been the last one. That he uh, grand opened, so anyway. perhaps. So yeah, I remember. I mean, Walt Walt standed on that loading platform, and then he rode one of the boats through, and they poured the water from the different uh, oceans of the world, I think, or different rivers of the world. I don't remember, but poured the water into the. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, right. Jason's writing well, history right now. Writing history. Real quick, I mean, I can kind of work this in here because I did go to Memphis for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. At the guest house, which is at Graceland. So yeah. literally Graceland is like, if you take a left, you're going to be able to see the mansion pretty much. It's, mm-hmm. like the next, it's like the next address almost. We did see it from the road. We didn't actually tour it or anything, but it was kind of cool seeing that, that, you know, seeing the Graceland. Elvis Presley themed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, they did neat little things like they had... Um, like an Elvis movie playing every night at 7 in the theater. They had a theater there. The TV, you could choose which era of Elvis music you wanted it to play on it when you are in the menu section. Oh, that's interesting. It's funny because the tower actually reminded me of Grandestino. As a matter of fact, the first night, I woke up and thought I was in Grandestino. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it was what it felt like. Then, of course, I was like, oh, I'm not. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, too bad. <laughs> Because it has the, you know, the shower without a tub. It's very very, very similar amenities as far as uh. the way it's laid out. No, no balcony, you know, that sort of thing. So it, it, it reminded me very much of, the, of a similar style, just not uh, not the same colors, obviously. Another thing that was kind of interesting is like at 10 p.m. every night there, like they, they had two restaurants and a bar and kind of like a snack area that was all part of the hotel, right? So uh, as far as the food where we ate in there, it was all really good as well. We ate breakfast two times at uh, Delta's Kitchen. At 10 p.m. nightly, they actually had uh, like free peanut butter and jelly sandwiches as long as they lasted. Oh, I'm still here. Wow, you're still on small ones. I am oh, still on small ones. I thought I you said the boat was I, faster. All that IP is done. I think put that on here. Let's say. I like the three caviaros, but putting like Mermaid and, uh, and Nemo and all those people in there, uh-huh. they don't like it. Uh oh. Interesting. You're starting to sound like John, uh, Jason. So you had caballeros in there, but you were okay <laughs> with that because you've already seen. It made you feel like you were at uh, Mexico. It was like it was like combining uh, <laughs> Small World Grand and Grand Fiesta. Felt like you were back home for a minute. I guess. 
What do you mean starting to sound like me with that? <laughs> I was wondering if you caught that. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I was like, okay. Griping just about I would uh, like IP placements. Just because. Just because I would like to have Horizons back. That's not That's not the only thing. It's not unreasonable. You're the one that well, called the changes to Epcot, Ipcot. Yes. Because you don't true. like IP. I don't mind it if it's done well. Yeah. Or it makes sense. Like, say, for instance, the Regal Eagle. Or, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I think that's they've done a great job with that. From what I've seen, I can't wait to lay my own eyes on it. I don't understand... I don't understand them retheming a bar in the Grand Floridian to Beauty and the Beast. Right. Yeah, it doesn't fit the theme of the resort. Right. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Nor does it make sense when you try to put something that kids are mostly attracted to in a bar. Yeah. (laughs) Are you trying to encourage underage drinking? I mean, what? So. Well, you know. Now, when I saw some of the details they did with it, I mean, that, I mean, that's pretty cool. But why? (laughs) It's I like, don't know. I, I go back to the uh, the Jeff Goldblum line, or him as a uh, was it as Ian Malcolm. They were so concerned with whether they could, they didn't stop yeah. to think if they should. Yep. There we go. There's a lot of that. Should we yeah, do but this? Your scientists, yeah. But your scientists were so concerned whether they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. All right. I am off the ride. All right. So are we. What do you think of Small World? Oh, uh, like I said, I think. Uh, I, so it's weird that I didn't mind the caballeros, but I did mind like the blatant Woody and all that. I don't know. I felt like that fit in a little bit better. Didn't like that. Huh? Why well, are they selling pirate swords in Merida archery sets at the end of Small World? That's weird. That's a weird little shop right there. Um, all right, so so we want to do my final because I still have some more time. But you want my overall impressions thus far? Yeah, I mean, we've kind of gone a little lengthy on time, so let's kind of... What, to this point, has been your experience? What do you feel being in Disneyland? Do you feel familiar? I feel the history. Um, It does not feel exactly like Magic Kingdom. It's different. Right. Uh, This feels like a day trip. Mm -hmm. This doesn't feel like the world that is Disneyland. So I like this, and I like it as, like, you would go to Disneyland as part of a larger California vacation, probably. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas Disney World is vast. That's the biggest thing. It's it's very easy for me to walk out of the park and not be, you know, not feel like I'm in Disney World here. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's, It's immersive while you're in there, but it's not as immersive outside of it you know not until you actually are in the park are you sort of feeling that i'm at disneyland kind of feeling so there's that but then there's the history of it there's the history of it it's got a lot to do it's very compact it's easy to get around the pluses are i have had no trouble riding whatever i wanted whenever i wanted i like compared to disney world today i was you know trying to pull fast passes earlier just to see what it's like and you couldn't get anything at disney world today and disneyland Easy peasy, wrote everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say if you were going to ask me, if you were to ask me something like, say, compare Disneyland with Magic Kingdom, I would say I like them both, but if I just had to choose one, it would definitely be Disneyland. Right. I, if you said Disneyland or Magic Kingdom, but if you said Disneyland Resort versus Walt Disney World, right? Right. You have 
You have well, that's more. That's not a fair comparison. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just so different. Not right. It's you know. Apples and oranges. It is apples and oranges because here they're kind of shoving like DCA is a hot mess, especially because they're they're setting up for uh, food and wine festival. It's like half Hollywood studios, half World Showcase, half like parts of Animal Kingdom. It's the weirdest park I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, Disneyland still has some good feel to it. Like it's consistent. It feels you know. I like Disneyland. Yeah. I knew, you know, Disneyland is just amazing. There's so many rides and attractions there. It's great. All right. Well, so do we want to sign off? I'm going to go ride Autopia. All right. Get my Bob, get my Bob Duran. <laughs> Indeed. Tip of the cap to should I do, Bob. Should I, should I do the submarine voyage? And, oh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, why not? Try to get Buzz Lightyear in and uh, Pinocchio. If you, do, you haven't done Pinocchio yet, have you? Yeah, I haven't done Pinocchio. Do I need, do I need to go get on uh, Smuggler's Run here? Try to get Chewy mode? <laughs> sure, if you can get a crew to agree with you. <laughs> yeah. you can, if you can gather up a crew and sell out of Tortuga. That way. Now, I would say, t- to me, when we started comparing rides you were talking about, if I were going to choose like Nemo... If I had to ride it, it would be the one in Disneyland. That's why I say you should try it because you get to get in a submarine for one. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's it's unique. There are a lot of things there are uniquely Disneyland, even though they may be similar what? to other. Yeah, what I wanted, what I wanted to do with that one is one of the reasons why I wanted to ride it is because I wanted to get as close to the experience of being on the Nautilus again as I did, as I could. That was the closest thing I had. That was another reason. Right, yeah. Uh, and just like Toad, you know, it's the only experience you can have that's similar to what we had at Disney World, you know, right. growing up. Well, yeah. I don't remember what I was going to say, though. Like, walking around in Tomorrowland, I'm just, it's so tomorrow. I, I'm lost. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> okay. Well, what about... I was going to ask you what about Big Thunder. Two things. One, did you do the goat trick? Two, did you enjoy the last lift hill? Uh, number one, the goat trick didn't really work for me. Maybe I was too jet lagged for it to do anything Maybe. to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe. And uh, the lift hill, that, that made it a lot better than the Disney World version. Yeah. You know, a lot more effects going on in that Big Thunder. Yeah. Hopefully they will add that to the Disney World one one day. One of these days. Yes, hopefully. All right, well, it's time to do Autopia, so this is going to be me, at least, signing off. All right, well, yeah, we'll do our outro and enjoy your rest of your time at Disneyland. We'll see you when you come back, and I'll see you this weekend. And yeah, I'll see you at Disney World, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see you there from one Disney to the next. So, all right. Have fun. All right. Well, are we gonna. I guess I can do my outro part and say. Sure. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Go so, ahead. you can email us, which is podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com, or you can visit our website, travelingwiththemouse.com, and you can comment there, or you can find links to all of our other outlets there. We also have a Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash TWTM podcast. Hopefully we'll have some stuff from tonight up there soon. 
some uh, extra content that we've been recording. So enjoy. Podcast. And if you would like, we have a Spritchard store over there. Exclusive TWTM merchandise that is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM podcast. So, for Adam, Jason, my name is John. We hope you have enjoyed traveling with the mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. All hail Bob Gurr. See you real soon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>